eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well hit! Well hit! It might be! It could be! Grand slam! A grand slam home run! Mariano Duncan! Can you believe it? The Phillies lead six to five in the eighth. Just unbelievable. And that, of course, back from Mother's Day 1993 when Duncan in the eighth inning took future Hall of Famer Lee Smith deep for a grand slam at uh, just an absolutely raucous veteran stadium. The Phillies bats had been struggling that day, but they came alive late. Phillies closed it out in the ninth inning. And, uh, you know, I, I say that to say this. It's going to be a special weekend. You know, it's always neat when the, when the Phil's alumni come back into town. Many of them live here, but many, of course, travel from, from various cities to come back for alumni weekend. They'll be inducting, you know, some folks into the, the team's wall of fame, but also honoring the 83 Phil's pennant-winning team from 83, the 93 Phil's pennant-winning team from 93, and we certainly wanted to dial uh, at least someone up from, from one of those teams and real happy today to have uh, our buddy, one of the great uh, Phil's pitchers from that team, went 16-4 and four in 1993. He'll be hanging with his buddies this weekend, Mr. Tommy Green. How you doing, Tommy? Good morning, Joe D. How you doing, pal? Good morning, Tommy. It's always great talking to you, man. And I know you're, I know you're fired up because you're going to get to see so many of your friends from that team. And it's a special weekend when you guys all get together. Well, I tell you what. I mean, I, I, I've been fortunate, you know, with the Phillies. Uh, they this '93 team sort of, you know, we've been together on and off the field, you know, during the course of our, you know, getting old, getting our gray years going a little bit because we're down in <laughs> fantasy camp together. A lot of a lot of us are down there, and a lot of us are yeah, throughout the year get, come back. And I mean, like you say, Mickey's here, Boa's here, Stocker's here, LA's here. Milt's here, you know, so you get a chance to see some of that. Some of our guys, they're our bro- I mean, we're brothers. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's, I a great, it's a great time to see, like, Inky and somebody come in you haven't, I haven't seen since I played with. So. so, yeah, who are the guys that you don't see that often? Like, Mulholland doesn't pop up that often. I mean, I, I guess you got to be excited to see some of the dudes that don't normally get there. Well, I've seen Mulholland once, 
since I played with him. <laughs> wow. And I've seen I've seen Inky once, you know. Um Ben Rivera comes back periodically, yeah, to, to alumni weekend, depends on what's going on. Um so I get a chance to see him, you know, periodically and also Roger Mason's coming back. You know, I haven't seen him I saw him one time when one of the other reunions we've had. But you know, but the core group of guys we uh you know, with the Darren Dalton Foundation and stuff we do with, we got a lot of guys that kind of come and do, do do that too, which is a great thing. Throughout the year, we do different things. So Absolutely. It's, a, uh, it's good seeing them. T.D. Green, I'm going to make you make a prediction for me. Who's the guy oh after God. this weekend that you're going to say, damn, hasn't changed? <laughs> well, I mean, as soon as everybody starts walking into uh, the door, most of them, I tell you who hadn't changed really is Hollins. <laughs> Hollins looks like he still can play. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean the same, same intensity, and boy, what a great—he's a great guy, man. Yes, you, you got—you have to—you have to really get to know him because he's got—he's got that intensity about it. But I tell you, he's one of the greatest dudes on the planet. Yeah, he—he got. Yeah, he's he, a you know, Tom, I've got I've gotten to know him the last couple of years. He is amazing. And and I, you know, it's funny because he was known for kind of giving the media a hard time. And he came up a few years ago to me and was like, hey, Joe, I got to apologize to you. I'm like, for what? He goes, oh. well, I, you know, I, tr- I treated, treated you guys rough. I treated you rough. I'm like, Dave, I'm like, I was like 14 years old, man. Like, you don't have to apologize to me. You don't have to apologize to me. It's all good. All right, Tommy, I want to play you audio because, you know, when we say 16 and 4 for you in 93, that doesn't tell yeah. the full story, which is a great record, by the way. I mean, 16 of 4 is tremendous. But it doesn't tell the full story because, of course, your most important win doesn't even count in your regular season record, and it's Game 6. When you guys clinched it, Game 6, a really, I mean, magical special night at Veterans Stadium. Let's listen yeah. to Harry Callis calling the – oh, James, you don't have the audio here? I thought you had the audio. My, my fault. Okay, James has the clinch into the National League Championship Series. Let's uh, in the National League. Let's listen to that instead. The clinch of the NL. This is out in Pittsburgh, and here is uh, here's how it went down. When you guys, this was big. First time since '83 making the playoffs. Here's how you guys clinched it in, in Pittsburgh in '93. Brown ball. It's fair ball. Crock to Paul. The Phillies are the '93 National League Eastern Division champions. This wonderful band of throwback players has won the National League East, mobbing one another on the field. So tell us about, you know, the party that night, Tommy. What was going on? Oh, I tell you what, uh, there's, there's a lot of, lot of about that night I don't remember uh, <laughs> later on. <laughs> you know, it was a late night, I know that. But uh, I tell you, uh, people ask me about, you know, uh, beating Atlanta to go to the World Series, or, yeah. um, or to me, the biggest thing is uh, it was in Pittsburgh. I mean, because that I looked at that clinching that because that was the that was the we were the last team before the for the wild card because the next year was a strike. We didn't you didn't have postseason play, um, so we were the last year. You know, you had to win to get in, right. and uh, it was a correlation of the whole year's worth of work. You know, to get into the playoffs. You know, um, and that's the way I looked at that. I mean, everybody, you know, it was, it was a team effort to get to get there, and and that meant a lot to hear Harry hear Harry's call. I mean, he pretty he made me smile when he said it. You know, wonderful bands of misfits. You know, we were like the, the island of misfit toys. That's what we were. You know, <laughs> all thrown in together. You know, but we found a way to make it work, and we, and of course, we played the game the right way, and we played it hard, and then 
You know, we had a wonderful bunch of guys, veterans and, and young guys. So, no, I mean, no it was one of, one of the best times of my life. I know that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And Tommy and his teammates, many of them will be together this weekend, Alumni Weekend for the Phils, 83 and 93, both being honored. You know, Tommy, there is a, a certain sadness, I think, to the reunion in, in that a number of players from the team have passed away, coaches yeah. and players, Dutch very notably. And you've been very... Uh, willing through the years to, to share the story of Darren's impact on your life in retirement yeah. and kind of yeah. where you were at, at your life at that point and how Dutch, yeah. you know, even after you guys had stopped playing, played a pivotal role in creating happiness for you to this day. If you could, for those that don't know that story, I'm sure people would love to hear it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, I you know, it, it gives me chills thinking about it because, uh, you know, uh, as you alluded to right there, I was in a dark place a little bit because I've lost my first wife to cancer and was going through a lot, you know. And uh, and Darren got me back reconnected with the, uh, with a young lady. Now she's my wife, my, my wife now, uh, that I met back in 1986, my first spring training. Wow. And, um, and it, was, it was a chance meeting, and, and uh, the wonderful thing uh, – um, you know, we got back reconnected, you know, we were, and they just started communicating and talking, you know, uh, one night. And, and here's the way I look at it. My, I said, what woman on the face of the planet goes up to Darren Dalton and asked about, and asked about another dude. You know, that's, what, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. You know, that's what, that's what my, my wife now did. You know, and it was just inquisitive, you know, and, and, you know, and it started out our communication together. And what it did, you know, he gave her my number at the end of the night. And we don't give out numbers. You know, he saw something. And, and, uh, and I mean, he, he just put us on a chance, uh, a chance, a path, uh, just of communication. And, and that's the way it led. It led me to coming back to Philadelphia and, 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 and changed my life. I mean, that, that meeting and first, you know, my personal life, he changed my life. I come out of that dark place. And realize that there's more to life than this, you know. You know, after 20 years of marriage and, and losing a loved one, you know that there is, uh, uh, you know, the sun comes out tomorrow. You can have a good life and, and, and enjoy yourself and not be depressed about things. And uh, so I have to, uh, you know, I cut. I told Dutch before he passed, that, and every time I saw him, I said, I cannot possibly thank you enough and repay you for what you've done for me. And Beautiful. I got a chance yeah. to tell him that, you know. So. You know, for, to, to lose Dutch, you know, uh, I mean, for, for me and Wendy, uh, were, was because uh, he was such a dear friend, and, and what he'd done for us was was heartbreaking, you know. And it's the least we can do to keep his uh, keep keep his uh, wish going about his foundation to try to help people with this this god awful disease with uh, glioblastoma and cancer. Period. We're fighting for everybody to try to make a difference. Yeah. You know, in families and and make people comfortable uh, as we can while they fight this disease. So well said. Uh, I mean, and I, and, I, I, and and Tommy, I want to certainly uh, make note of the website. You know, people can get involved, direct donations uh, to DarrenDaltonFoundation.org. 
raising money in the fight against cancer. And again, that's DarrenDaltonFoundation.org. It'll, it'll certainly be, you know, I'm sure pretty prominently displayed this weekend through, through a lot of different ways. Um, and it's, it's, it's worth saying again, if you want to make a direct donation in the fight against cancer, DarrenDaltonFoundation.org. Tommy, let me ask you one more question here. Um, yeah. Let's get to the present day, Phil. So you did something, and not, you know, too many have, that Michael Lorenzen did this week. You pitched a no-hitter in 1991. Lorenzen did it two days ago. You did it up in Montreal in 91. What is Michael Lorenzen's week like now? What was your week Uh, like then? What is he going through two days after having pitched a no-hitter? You know, another start's coming up, but you got this major afterglow. What's that experience like for him? I I tell you what, the the soaking in, the soaking in of it, you know, it was like he was saying, it it probably – not really hit you until about about now because you've been you've been answering requests and trying to you know I know me it was a little different because I was on the road I, I got to Pittsburgh when we when we left Montreal it was a getaway day when I threw mine and and uh, I don't know how they got my number because I was under a different name in the hotel but my phone I mean it went it, in the room it had I had like forty messages on it from people wanting to you know the talk the interviews reporters. You know, people, I don't know how they found me, but uh, they find you. But uh, he's going through all that type of stuff, the requests and stuff. And in his time, you know, he still has, he's got to budget his time a little bit, you know, and enjoy. He's got, you got to enjoy that. That's what you remember. I, I, I was fortunate enough, you know, to where I didn't have cell phones and, and stuff. And you, did, you didn't get clobbered, you know, probably like he is, you know, with, with the media stuff because you got access to, you know, people calling them, texting all the time. You got stuff going on, but uh, that's what I remember about mine. And that's probably different with him. But I tell you what, it's a, it's a, it's you know, it's a wonderful thing. You know, he's probably feeling now coming down, taking a deep breath. But today's probably a little bit of a work day for him. You know, I'm thinking, and not that yesterday he probably didn't do a little bit of something. But uh, uh, today's a work day. He's got to start preparing himself for for his next time out, man. I mean, because hey. The sun comes up tomorrow. You're only as good as I mean, as your next outing is, man. You can forget about yesterday. You got to go out and prove it again tomorrow. So, and that's the way I looked at it. Tommy, last one for me. Um, something the Phillies are going to have to deal with here pretty soon. You dealt with it early in your career, not so much when you got here to Philadelphia. The transition mm-hmm. from starter to reliever. Phillies have six yeah. starters right now. We know they go to the postseason. They're yeah. not going to be using a six-man rotation. How difficult is that? How do you go about getting your mindset that if you've been a starter throughout the entire year, yeah. now you're going to have to come through the pen? How did the Phillies yeah. – uh, who, who, who on the Phillies do you think are well set to do something like that for the postseason? Well, i tell you what. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a real good question, and it's a real good point. Um, I, and it all depends. I know when I come – I was a starter my whole career, and I got – I didn't relieve a game until I got in the big leagues, and it's a different beast. Um, so to, to mentally learn how to prepare yourself and know your body, how, how it reacts, how, how much it takes to get ready. And that way, because back in the day, you know, you could get up two or three times. If you didn't watch out, you could leave everything in the bullpen. You got to know when it's ready. So you got to know your body, how to get ready. And then the mindset as far as, uh, you know, I, it helped me because being a reliever, it helped me bring out more, more, uh, my more aggression uh, to pitch with more aggression, but controlled aggression. That's 
That's what we talked about as uh, me and Leo Mazzoni back in the day. That's what they were trying to get out of me as a starter a little bit. Uh, control uh, more of a, more of aggression rather than less than a laid back good old country boy. Go out there and pitch with a little <laughs> bit of vinegar in you. You know what I mean? And get a little bit of attitude and stuff like that. And, it's, and that helped me get out. Once I got there, I credit to all my bullpen mates. You know, Mitch Williams, Roger McDowell, Daryl Alkafelds, all the guys. Uh, Irish Mike Ryan. You know, my bullpen coach. I mean, uh, they really helped me get into that. You know, mode and helped me learn how to take care of my body a little bit. So that's why it helps. Now, you've got guys on the current team, depends on which way they go, who's going hot at the end. You never know. It could be Lorenzo to start, or he could, we know he can relieve, and we've been there. No now, question. Who, yeah. do they, who, who do they have on that staff? We know Suarez can come out of the bullpen, too. Um, you know, it all depends on who's going hot at the time. they got to make that decision, you know, because uh, we got to have the, you know, the couple hot, hottest pitchers pitching in those games, you know, you know, in the in, you know in the in those first games out, no I guess, in the wild card it. stuff. You know, exactly. so we got to have those hot guys going. So, Tommy, love you, man. I'll see you this weekend, and and, and have fun well, with your guys, man. I'm re- very happy well, for you guys. You, you guys made the city so proud all those years ago, man. And just want you to know, man, we really wanted to highlight all you guys today. Well, I appreciate you. I mean, you give me an opportunity to come out there and, and talk about the teams and. Talk about Philadelphia a little bit because we we got the best fans in the world and they do appreciate good baseball and they appreciate hard work and hustle and the way you play the game. They notice that stuff. That's what makes them so great. Thanks, Tommy. I'll see you this weekend. Thanks, pal. You got it, pal.